Hey everybody, and welcome to DCI number 27. I'm your host, Jonathan Miley, and welcome to 2014. This is our first interview of the new year, and it is with Pierre Delforge of the NRDC. And today we're going to be talking about energy conservation and energy usage with the new consoles. It was a really fascinating discussion that we had, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I know I did. Uh, if you want to find out more information about DarkStation, you can do that at DarkStation.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at DarkStation underscore com. If you want to subscribe to us, we are on iTunes. We're the DarkCast. And while you're there, give us a review and let us know what you think of the show. Finally, you can shoot us an email at podcast at DarkStation.com. If you want to find out more information about the NRDC, then you can follow them on Twitter and check out their websites. The links to all those things will be in the show notes to this episode as well as a link to the blog, which is kind of what sparked this discussion. So anyway, thanks for listening. Now on with the show. so much for joining us today how are you doing i'm doing great thank you how are you i'm doing good doing good um so today we're uh kind of sitting down to talk about uh a blog that you did a lot of research on uh that uh, came out back before christmas and it talks about the uh the energy conservation uh or consumption of uh the new consoles the xbox one and the uh, the PlayStation 4. But before we kind of get into that, can you talk a little bit about uh, kind of what you do at the NRDC and uh, kind of uh, what research you're involved in and kind of what your, I guess, just day-to-day job is? Sure. So, um, you know, I'm really an IT guy. I've been working in the uh, tech industry for nearly 25 years and mostly in the last few years on the um, energy efficiency of computers and servers and, and data centers and this sort of, sort of thing. But uh, about four years ago, I you know, was getting increasingly um, concerned about climate change and I wanted to, to get involved and, and to focus my effort on the issue. So I, I joined the NRDC, and that stands for the uh, Natural Resources Defense Council. So we are basically a, a national uh, non-profit environmental group, and, and what we try and do is, is uh, protect... Um, basically people and nature from environmental uh, degradation, or sometimes considered destruction. And you know, this includes you know, climate change and air pollution and, and, and a broad range of other environmental issues, such as you know, toxic chemicals and food and water and, and things like that. Um, so one of our key priorities is to and, and strategies is energy efficiency, uh, and which means basically getting you know, the same or better um, uh, level of performance and service uh, for less energy, um, and and the reason we, we're focusing on that is because you know, this is you know, the fastest and the cheapest way to uh, reduce carbon and um, toxic air pollution. Uh, it's much cheaper than building new power plants, for example, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously it's less less polluting. Mm-hmm. So uh, so this is one of the key things we do. And and in terms of electronics, you know, a lot of electronic products like phones and tablets. Um, they're already pretty energy efficient. However, uh, if you look at other devices like computers, 
and data centers and, and you know, even some extent game consoles, they still use a lot more energy than they should. So this is really my area of focus at the NRDC is helping make uh, electronic products more energy efficient. Um, so I, I work on, you know, all, all the different uh, consumer electronics and IT products and game consoles is just one of them. Very cool. Um, now, you obviously have a uh, pretty long history with uh, IT in general. Um, what's kind of your connection to, to video games themselves? Do you play video games or anything like that? <laughs> um, well, maybe not as much as your uh, no, typical guests uh, do. Uh, I, I, I did uh, grow up with you know, arcade games, and so that kind of dates me, right? But... Um, <laughs> Um, I was a pretty big fan of Pac-Man and, and um, you know, the other games, you know, Tetris and Monkey Kong and all these other stuff. But no, mostly Pac-Man was really my, my main. Um, I, I, played, I spent a lot of time when I was um, um, a teenager uh, on, on this. But uh, since then, I've done a little bit less. But I guess in the last few years, I've started to um, get more exposed. You know, first to my kids. They've got three teenagers at home and they play quite a bit. So I've been exposed to that. And... Uh, also through the um, energy testing I've been doing with the NRDC on, on game consoles. So I have a setup in my home, basically a game console test lab with uh, you know, one model for each um, you know, for, of, of the PS3, the PS4, and the Microsoft consoles, Xbox 360, Xbox One, the Wii, the Wii U. Um, so as you can imagine, my home is very popular with my kids and their friends, and, and I, I use them quite a bit to, uh, to do the testing. <laughs> so, so when you so when you when you're testing for energy efficiency, um, do you use an old Pac-Man arcade console as like the as the control group? <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess I don't. I'd love to have an arcade, uh, you know, Pac-Man, uh, uh, you know, game in my home. I don't. So no, I I use the um, you know the uh, normal test method, which has been. Uh, defined by uh, the um, Environmental Protection Agency, which manages Energy Star, and, and they're the ones who define the, uh, the test methods we use for all sorts of equipment like computers and others, and they have one for game consoles as well. So, what is that uh, test method? Well, it, it's no, it's basically a big word just to say that you know it tells you how uh, to set up the product so that you can have reproducible and, and relevant uh, results. So, you know, mm. from, if you test it twice on two different days, you're going to have results which are fairly similar from one time to the next. Um, but, you know, it's pretty easy. I mean, basically, I use a, a, a meter to basically um, uh, measure the power use, and I, and I use it in, in um, uh, well-defined you know, conditions. So it's not just about ga gaming, right? Gaming is, you could say, I'm going to play the game for 15 minutes, and I'm going to... Um, accumulate power measurements during the 15 minutes and then take the average over 15 minutes. But you also do the same thing for you know, playing a movie or in navigation menu or in standby mode. So you look at all the different modes that the console can be in, or at least the most frequent, most common modes, and you take uh, measurements, you know, power measurements um, over a certain period of time that is long enough that you, you, know, you have a, uh, a meaningful value. So do you have any sort of uh, tests that you run that kind of simulate uh, those actions on the consoles, or do you actually 
sit down and play or sit down and watch, you know, something on Netflix or, or whatnot and just have, uh, you know, whatever device measuring kind of the, the power consumption. Yeah, I, I don't have any uh, automation tool or anything. Okay. So it's all natural play or natural use. So for, for gaming, what I do is I take you no know, at least you no know, couple of you know, ideally three different games of different types, you no know, possibly developed by uh, different um, software houses and, and you know, game developers. So have, to have something representative, and and then you go and do natural play with them. So you need to be familiar enough so that you don't you know spend a minute on each uh, screen to figure out what to do. So you need to kind of get familiar with, with you know, get trained on the on the game before you go ahead and, and start the measurement. But that, no, that takes an hour or so, and then you can go ahead and, and make measurements. Hmm. Okay. Have you, have you found a type of game that consumes less energy than, than another type of game? Or do they all kind of just run the same? Um, it's actually quite different. Between different titles, they, they use quite a bit uh, you know, different energy levels um i i don't remember exactly i don't have the list in front of me but i think um uh, especially on the ps4 i mean you know, some of the games went up as much high as 150, 150 watts others were around 110 so there's very you no know, significant uh, variability between games in terms of other devices because those numbers sound like they could be large or they could be small like what's is that is that an average for kind of an electronic device, or are you finding that they're, that they're pulling um, like more than, say, a, a refrigerator? Um, I guess what's the what what kind of an average are we looking at that that you know the hundred watt hundred fifty watts kind of sits at? So you have you have to be careful when comparing power or energy. Um, I mean, obviously, energy is power over time, so. Uh, a refrigerator doesn't use a lot of power, but because it's on 24 by 7, it, it does use a lot of energy over a, a whole year, some, somewhere around maybe 500 kilowatt hours annually. Uh, a game console uses higher power when you actually play a game, but because you don't play a game 24 by 7, uh, you know, if you take an average time that is being used, then, and, and you know, there are some studies and assumptions you can make around that, then the energy used by a game console on an annual basis is you know, lower than that of a refrigerator. It's around, you know, we found an, about 200, 250 kilowatt hours per year for the, the latest uh, PS4 and Xbox One. Hmm. So about half that of a refrigerator, a typical you know, uh, average refrigerator in the U.S. But um, kind of on average, how often is a um an xbox or playstation on per day whereas you know refrigerators obviously on like you said 24 7 right so we have uh, a number of studies that have been the field studies that have tried to look at um you know people in their houses and, and measure how long they use their game consoles obviously it varies a lot some people use them much more often than others. Some people leave them on uh, when they finish and don't push them off. Others, you know, have them and maybe play them a little bit initially and then stop playing them. So there's a whole lot of, of different uh, uses. But if you take the average of the different studies, it's around, um, I don't have the exact numbers, but it's around two hours of gaming per week. Uh, and then you add uh, media play and, and uh, navigation mode. Uh, and uh, you make assumptions about how long are they in in 
standby, uh, connected to the network or not connected to the network. So there's a whole formula that you apply to it. No, knowing that there's a, a level of uncertainty around this formula, it's not you know it's not a set science. It's, it's a, a set of assumptions and based on studies. Uh, and when you do that, then you, you know, convert power in different modes, like you know so many watts in gaming, so many watts in watching a movie with streaming a, a movie or playing a Blu-ray disc or being in idle mode in the menu, and then you convert that into kilowatt hours over one year. Okay. <clears throat> so I, you know, just um, an Xbox being on for an hour and a refrigerator being on for an hour. The Xbox is obviously going to use a ton more energy than the refrigerator in that same amount of time. That's absolutely correct. Okay. Are Are there any devices that most people would have in their homes that the the new consoles would kind of be equivalent to? Is like a, a dryer or something like that close to it, or, or are they just pretty power-hungry? <laughs> I guess some computers, uh, obviously there's a big range of energy use you know, among computers between the laptops and, and desktops, and even within desktops, and some of them are around 100 kilowatt hours a year, some of them are three or 400, but um, they would correspond to an average desktop computer. And maybe a little bit more, maybe around, you no, know, if you take the latest TVs, and again, it depends on the size of the TV, but if you take an average, you know, maybe 40-inch TV, I don't have the latest numbers with me here, but they might be around 100 kilowatt hours a year. So uh, uh, the, the game console, the new game console would be about around two TVs. Okay. Wow, okay. That's that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it certainly makes you think about uh, about that stuff and about what you're putting, kind of what you're sucking in, especially with uh, with more power sensitive areas like the uh, like California and the West Coast. There, I'm sorry. Could you repeat it? I didn't uh, catch catch the question. Oh, uh, it, it makes you think about like like the the kind of power that you're that you're pulling in, especially in more power sensitive areas like California and the and the West Coast, where the you know energy is especially a big deal there with the you know energy shortages and that kind of thing. Well, you know, I think the energy shortages that that's uh, that was ten years ago. I don't think we had any energy oh, shortages. <laughs> I, I, we... I, I, read, I read a lot of old newspapers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you know people in California have been able to play games and they are able to play games. But this being said, there's a lot of focus in California and in other states in the country on energy efficiency, just because of um, you know the the um, climate change impacts and the pollution impacts and. And just the cost, I mean, you know, it's much more expensive to build a new power plant than to uh, reduce energy use in, in various devices and appliances and homes. So, um, so there's a, a big focus to uh, make things more efficient. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the uh, game consoles, that's, that's why we've been looking at game consoles. We did our first report, um, and I wasn't with the NRDC, so my colleague Noah Horowitz did the first one in 2008. And that was the first study of game console energy use. And at the time, obviously, they were very different. Um, they were about two or three years into the uh, you know, last generation, the PS3 and the Xbox 360 and the Wii. Um, and the main problem at the time was that they uh, didn't have auto power down. So if you didn't switch them off, they tended to stay on 24 by 7 until the next time you come and switch them off. And that used a lot of energy and 
and since then, you know, they've become more efficient. They've implemented auto power down functionality. Um, so they've come a long way, but with a new generation, we wanted to take a look and, and see how they compare and, and, you know, what new functionality and what impact, um, what new functionality they have and, and what impact it has on energy use. So that's why we, uh, you know, did the study and, um, um, no, we, we're going to publish a new report uh, based on this study in a couple of months, and then we're still doing some, uh, a little bit more testing and, and, and writing the report, so it's not quite ready. But um, you know, for uh, listeners who are interested, they can obviously go to the blog, which we, you know, which gives the preliminary, uh, you know, partial results, uh, and you know, you can find this. I don't know if you'll link this from your blog, but um, you know, if you just Google NRDC PS4 Xbox One. Um, you should be able to find it uh, pretty easily, and, and that gives you some of the um, the findings. Which, no, happy to, to go over uh, during the discussion. Uh, yeah, and we we will have a link to the the blog in the the show notes for this episode. Um, what, how do the uh, the new consoles compare to the previous generation um, in terms of power consumption? Right. So it, it's a. Uh... It's an interesting question because it, it is you no, know, it's kind of a mixed bag in terms of energy uh, consumption. Or if you want, there's some good news and bad news. Um, on, on the good news uh, side, they've actually uh, both Microsoft and Sony have made a significant effort um, to, you know, pay attention to energy efficiency, and you can see that in a number of uh, features that they have implemented that. Are, you know, which attempt to uh, limit uh, the energy use of the console. So just to cite a, a few, um, you know, they, they have what I call a higher uh, power scalability. So what that means is that uh, the difference between having the console uh, at maximum power and you know, playing the, the most uh, power-hungry game on, on, on the market and the lowest active mode when, for example, you're doing nothing on, on the menu screen that used to be about 25% only on the previous generation console. So only 25% lower power consumption between navigation and um, playing a game. And now it's about 50%. So they're much better at uh, reducing power when they don't need to, when the graphics are not so, um, you know, uh, intensive and they don't need to um, crank up the, the power of the uh, uh, graphics and, and the uh, processor. Um, that's a good thing, which you know it could, it could still be lower, it's still 50%. No, ideally it would be 20, 20 or 10%, but you know it's, it's a lot better than it was before. Um, the second thing, which I think is a good um, um, you know, improvement, is they, they've used a very efficient power supply. So the power supply is, is what converts the power from the wall to what is used internally by the console, and some of them are you know can be as bad as you know. Um, 70% efficient, meaning that you waste about 30% of the energy you know, before it even gets into the console. Um, and in this case, they both used uh, pretty efficient power supplies, but 90% efficient, which is um, very, uh, very reasonable. Um, so that's another, you know, um, kudo for, for, for the two manufacturers. Um, they've also implemented auto power down. So when you, you know, when you, you don't forget to switch your console off or, or, you know, you don't use it for a certain period of time, then it goes to sleep automatically. Uh, and that's really important because, you know, the most, 
uh, if you don't, if you leave it on for for a day or two, then obviously you use you know a lot more energy than the fridge. So yeah, you know, it's, it's important to uh, you know only have it on when you actually need to use it. Otherwise, you know you um, you, know, you, you waste a lot of energy. And in the past, um, if you if you did that, you weren't, weren't able to save your place in the game. And now that's been resolved. Most games save as you go, and and you know you can save your context to, to memory. So. You don't lose your place in the game when you when you put it to sleep. So that's another improvement. So I guess you know, these are some of the key. Uh, there's a few other things, but these are the key uh, features they have. However, but despite and so despite these good things, you know, there's a couple of things that uh, have results in resulted in overall in an increase in the energy use and a significant increase actually by probably about two or three times. And the reason, I mean, when I say that, just as a disclaimer, I'm comparing the latest versions of uh, PS3 and Xbox 360 with the launch models of PS4 and Xbox One. So obviously you're looking at a fairly well-optimized device that has been on the market for six years with the launch model of uh, a new generation which they hadn't had time to optimize yet because they've been mostly focused on getting it to work, uh, mm -hmm. you know, not to work the most efficiently possible. So, you know, with that disclaimer, I mean, you know, I think it's still... If if you have one of the latest the latest PS3s in your home today and you replace it by a PS4, you you're going to see a, a two to three x uh, the energy consumption and and the reason for that is um, because they, they they use more power to uh, play a game or in certain you know, to do a given thing like watch a movie or play a game the power use is, is significantly higher at the same time. Um, they, they now have a standby mode, which is much also much higher power consumption than before. You know, the, the older consoles, when you switch them off, they use virtually no power, but they're not connected to the network or they don't do anything. The new consoles, um, you know, the Xbox One, for example, when you switch it off, it's actually not completely off. It's still listening you know, for you to say Xbox on. So you know, it's listening to, it's got voice command. Uh, it's also connected to the network. And to do that, it uses 18 watts, 24 by 7. And that's, you know, when you add it up all up over time, it, it's responsible for nearly half of the annual energy use of the console. Mm -hmm. So half of the energy use of the Xbox One is when it's in, you know, supposedly sleep mode, doing nothing, just waiting for you to say voice command, not say Xbox on. Mm -hmm. Even if you sleep in the middle of the night, or if you're at work during the day, or if you're on vacation, it's still listening and you know, waiting for you to say Xbox on. So, you know, that, that's a, a big, um, it's one of the reasons why it uses a lot more energy than before. Um, and obviously, we, we, we believe that this can be optimized and, and improved, but, you know, that's something that we need to um, ask Microsoft to focus on because it's, I mean, you know, we like the feature of having you know, voice command, but it shouldn't require half of the annual energy use of the company. Sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> Now, do you guys have recommendations as far as what can be done to to help make it more energy efficient? Or is it just kind of a, hey, guys, this is what you're using. Uh, you need to bring this down. Well, you know, we're, we're given some, some pointers compared with some other devices. But obviously, they're the, you know, they're the ones who are really the experts in the console. And they're the ones who uh, will be able to figure out how to do it. But we have, you know, we kind of suggest some... Um, some ways of doing it and we you know show some devices for example um one of the issues that the ps4 has is that 
you know, oh, well, it's both a good thing and a bad thing. On the good side, when you switch it off, you can still plug in a USB device, whether it's your you know, headset or your controller, and still going to charge even though the console is in sleep mode. So I think that's, that's a good thing because before you were, you, know, you had to leave it on if you wanted to, to charge your accessories, and now you can switch it off. So it's a lot more energy efficient. However, in order to be able to charge USB devices in sleep mode, it, it, you know, just to be ready to charge, not even to actually charge the devices, but even when nothing is plugged in, it uses 8 watts just to wait for a device to be plugged in. And my laptop does it for 1 watt, right? So I, you know, we've told them, that, hey, guys, you know, why do you need 8 watts to do something that a laptop does for less than a watt? And you know, we, obviously, they're, they're looking at that, and, and we, we're hopeful that they will uh, you know, optimize it. But you know, that's one example of something that um, you know, they, they probably have a way to optimize and uh, some engineering solutions that they haven't applied yet. While we're waiting on them to work for that, is there anything that uh, that that you know gamers can do to to help with the energy efficiency? Is there is there stuff that we can do on our side to uh, to kind of you know to, to to relieve some of that? Well, obviously, then it becomes it comes down to uh, how you use the console. It's uh, you know the first thing, obviously, is switch it off when you finish using it. I mean that that's obvious, but um, you know it, it's good to re to uh, remind people to do that. Um, the other thing is there's some settings, you know, uh, power down settings, uh, standby settings, which uh, make a big difference. If you um, if you uh, disable the auto power down, so the console comes with auto power down enabled by default. And if you disable it, then you will, you're going to increase your energy use significantly. Um, if you don't need the voice command on on the Xbox One, you don't don't keep it enabled because that's going to be have a very significant energy impact. So only use it if you want it, but no, you otherwise disable it and, and, and you'll you have a much more efficient console. The other thing which I, I haven't mentioned yet, but I think it's also key is um, the both consoles use a fair amount of energy to stream video. I mean, it's great that they can stream video, but they do it, you know, they use about 75 to 90 watts to stream a video. And you can do the same thing with an Apple TV, the same HD movie, uh, on Netflix uh, with an Apple TV or Roku box for less than five watts. So there's really a factor of you know, 10 to 20 times. You know, uh, watching the same movie on Apple TV is only a 5% or less of the energy of uh, watching a movie on the console. So knowing that, you know, I would encourage people if they have the choice to have both devices to choose the most energy efficient device to watch a movie. That is... That's just mind-boggling, honestly. That's that's kind of nuts that it's uh, that one that the Xbox and PlayStation require that much power just to stream video, um, and, but then also that you know the Roku and the Apple TV can do it for such little power. Um, do you have any idea why it the Xbox and PlayStation use so much power when doing that? Well, obviously you're using a, a device which is designed to play games and. Mm -hmm. Although it is capable of doing other things, it's not optimized for that. And you know, one thing that we we are trying to encourage Sony and Microsoft to do is to uh, potentially implement hybrid architectures where they have a, a, a um, you know a, a component which is optimized for uh, video and, and one which is optimized for gaming, and they can switch from one to the other. That's one option. Mm. Uh, they may be able to do it by increasing power scalability in their 
um, you know, a system of chip that they use, which is, you know, so there's a number of ways of doing this. Uh, again, it's up to them to see what is, makes the most sense from an en engineering perspective for them. But no, definitely we, you know, we, we're trying to, uh, we encourage them to, to be more, much more efficient compared to the benchmark uh, and to be, you know, maybe not five watts, but, you know, maybe in the 10 to 20 range, you not know, 30 maximum, not 75 to 90. Sure, sure. Um, now, do you do you have any kind of numbers for uh, the sleep settings for the previous generation, the you know Xbox 360 and PS3? Uh, because uh, I know at least the the current versions, uh, you know, they can go to you can set it to go to sleep or dim the TV or you know several different things uh, after so long of inactivity. Uh, when those go to sleep, do you know how much power they're saving versus when they're at, I guess, full operating capacity? You mean on the TV or on the console itself? On the console itself. So, when, when you go, when you, um, the PS4, when you don't use it for um, 10 minutes, if you're in, in the navigation menu, it doesn't work in all modes, but if you're on the navigation menu and, you, and you're inactive for 10 minutes, it's going to reduce its power by about 10 to 15 watts. I mean, it's significant. It's not huge, but it's significant. Mm -hmm. And then it will, if, if you have your auto power down settings enabled, then it will go to sleep after maybe 30 minutes or an hour, depending on, on your setting. Um, so I, that's a good thing. And the other thing that the Xbox One has is um, it doesn't actually, it doesn't actually you know, reduce its own power, but it reduces, dims the TV and reduces power on the TV, which can be significant depending on how, you know, how big your TV is and how efficient it is. It can be, you know... Um, as much power as the uh, Xbox One itself, so it, it's um, it, it's a very significant um, improvement. But that only works in a navigation mode, and that's not a mode that typically people spend a lot of time in. You know, I mean, mm. most people would um, spend time in either gaming or video, uh, you know, media mode. So it's it, it's it's a good thing, but it's not you know it, it's not huge in itself. It's uh, it's just a, a nice nice feature. Sure. Um, now, in the, the blog, you mentioned that um, over the course of five years, the Xbox One's 250 kilowatt hour per year usage represents about $150 in electricity costs. Um, it, does that mean that over the course of five years, somebody that owns an Xbox One and plays it regularly uh, is spending about 150 bucks more than somebody that doesn't? Or is that compared to somebody that has a, you know, uh, Xbox 360? Or kind of what's the, uh, what is that the difference between, I guess? Yeah, so the 150 is, no, it's the rough um, amount for the overall energy use and energy cost of the console. So okay. when you, no, it's not compared to something, it's just the overall. So if you reduce it by half, then you would save 75 bucks of the life of the console. Gotcha. Um, so it's not, you know, honestly, it's not huge. And from an individual perspective, it's not going to break the bank for most people. But if you put it all together, first, I mean, you need to, um, you know, we need to realize that we have somewhere between, you know, 20 and 25 um, electronic, you know, consumer electronic products in, in, on average in every home. So uh, even at the home level, when you add it all up, it becomes significant. And then when you look at it at the national level, uh, that adds up to a lot of energy. I mean, several power plants worth of energy and all the pollution and the carbon 
um, government emissions that are associated with that. So I think we need to look at the big picture, not just at, okay, just this console, how much does it cost me? Um, and that's what we, you know, that's what we are concerned about. I mean, you know, it, it, it's nice if we can save people 75 bucks and if they can spend that on games rather than spend it on energy. I mean, that, you know, I'm all for that. But um, the, the most concerning uh, issue here is the aggregate impact of, you know, 100 million game consoles in use in the U.S. Um, and you know, the, you know, how many power plants and how much pollution is associated with that, especially that most of that, and I'm not saying, you know, the issue is not about people playing games. It's about most of that energy being used when people are not playing games, when they're right. you know, in the middle of the night or, you know, when they are watching a movie and they couldn't watch that, you know, another device could do it for the tenth of the power. So that's what we've got to be concerned about, not when, you know, people actually play the game because, if a console uses a fair amount of energy to play a game, I think that's, that's fair, as long as you know it doesn't use that much energy when it is in sleep mode. Mm-hmm. How how receptive are are companies like Sony and Microsoft to the to the information that you're bringing to them? Is it is it kind of welcoming? Is it more you know like oh yeah, you guys are there, yeah, we'll get better. Um, how do they how do they accept what you guys are telling them as far as their energy efficiency and and like you know things that they could do to make it better or, or places where they could improve? Well, you know they, they are actually uh, pretty receptive. You know we we have uh, a good conversation with um, um, you know the people we we work with. You know contact um, points at at Microsoft and, and Sony. Um, Sony has even landed some 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 consoles to do our testing. So you know it's very very collaborative. But you know that being said, these people don't necessarily make you no know, call the shots. They have to interface with their engineering teams, and then you know they make you know, priority decisions on what they want to fix first. Do they want to add a feature? Or are they going to focus on energy efficiency? So it, it's very important to um, you know, keep the pressure on these companies to make sure that they prioritize energy efficiency improvement over uh, other things that they might want to do. Uh, and, you know, when you ask early on, what can people do to reduce energy use? I mean, there's a number of things that they can do, you know, in terms of their own console. But maybe the most, you know, one of the most impactful things they can do is just talk about it and make sure that, you know, they let Microsoft and Sony know that, you know, they care about it and that they want it to be fixed. Because, you know, as customers of, or potential customers of Sony and Microsoft, uh, they have some impact. And the more people ask for energy efficiency in their products, the more the companies are going to make it a priority to um, you know, to resolve. So, um, so you know, we, we're hopeful, but we need you know we need to be um, uh, you know keep focusing on having a dialogue and making it a priority for them to um, you know improve their energy efficiency. Um, one thing that I've kind of noticed uh, just you know, watching the, the video game industry is uh, the, the whole idea of power consumption and uh, its effect on the environment and its uh, effect on people's wallets um, wasn't really uh, a big deal or even an issue that anyone talked about until this past generation uh, of consoles. So the, the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. Um, do you have any numbers for what consoles before that ran like the original Xbox and PlayStation 2, uh, as far as kind of their power consumption. Uh, we do have numbers. Um, the 
the energy has increased you know, very significantly with each generation of console. And mm-hmm. you know, it, the PS2, for example, used I can't I don't remember the exact numbers. I don't have them um, you know right here. But um, we do have some numbers that show that you know it was less than half that of, of PS3. Even you know not even the launch PS3, which was very high. Launch PS3 and launch Xbox 360 were about 200 watts to play a game. And now they're about 70. So they've gone a long way. But PS2 was less than 50. I I don't remember the exact number, but something like, you know, between uh, around 20 to 30 watts. Uh, And same thing for the earlier version, the original PlayStation and Xbox. So the the launch PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 actually consumed more power than the launch Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Um, They did in... So... Yes and no. They, they did well, to play a game. Right, and, right. That, and that, that, that's what I mean. I, I understand that, you know, the 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 sleep mode and all that's causing a lot of power consumption kind of over the the long term. But just, you know, when you're sitting down to play it. Uh, is, that's is right. Okay. Wow. That's, so they, they that's kind of surprising, power. actually. <laughs> right. They use higher power, but in terms of energy, it, it, you know, depending on how, how much you use it, it wasn't necessarily higher because they didn't have that standard high power standby mode. Right. Okay. Uh, w- one other thing, which actually is is quite different, I haven't mentioned that yet, but I think it's important. Um, I, you know, as you know, the the Xbox One has a new feature, which is uh, the TV integration uh, capability. So you can use your Xbox One to control your TV, mm-hmm. to switch it on, switch it off, to uh, watch a program guide, to ask, you know, say, go ESPN or you know whatever, to basically control your TV as you know through the Xbox One. And that's really cool, but what what it does is it means that the Xbox One remains has to remain active whenever you want to watch TV. So if you watch TV five hours a day, which is the average uh, time that people watch TV in the U.S., um, it means that your Xbox One is going to be on another an extra five hours a day compared to the Xbox 360, for example. Mm. And, and and during that time, it uses 70 watts. So not only the TV is on, the set-top box, you know, the cable box, the satellite box is on. But now you have a third device which is on to watch TV, and that's the Xbox One, and and that adds that's a significant uh, reason why Xbox One actually uses more energy than PS4, which doesn't have the same functionality, uh, because it has this TV integration feature. And even if only you know we we just estimated that only about 30% of people will use that, you no, know, not all of them, but even if only 30 people of 30% of people use this functionality. Uh, that a- adds up to a very significant uh, annual energy use on average, mm-hmm. and, and that wasn't the case with the previous generation. So that's kind of a new, um, you know, new feature that uh, is responsible for this generation you know, using more energy. Okay, so uh, just to, to clarify, the um, using the Xbox in conjunction with a cable box or satellite box uses about as much energy as streaming uh, from. Uh, video on Netflix or or whatnot. Yeah, roughly. It, it's, okay. Uh, roughly the same as streaming video. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think I am out of questions. Brian, do you have any more before we launch into the end game? No, I think we'll go to the end game. Right. Uh, we, we like to end our interviews with kind of a uh, a questionnaire that builds kind of from uh, from silly to serious. Um, it, it's very similar. It's taken an inspiration from like a, uh, James Lipton's uh, Inside the Actor's Studio. Um, so it's right now we only got five questions for you. Uh, 
they're kind of a little off. The, some of them are off the wall. Some of them are not. But uh, here we go. Go ahead. All right. First question. What is the most energy efficient home electronic? Oh, um, I would think that as a smartphone or a tablet, like you know, one of these mobile devices, they're extremely energy efficient because they have a battery and because uh, you know, people care about battery life when the manufacturers care about battery life. So hmm. they, they spend a lot of time and a lot of effort to make them as energy efficient as possible. Excellent. Okay. So I'm going to flip that coin. What is the least energy efficient thing in my house outside of my two-year-old? <laughs> um, well, some of the electronic devices which are not, you know, which are connected to, um, you know, to the wall all the time, like you know, a desktop computer or a, um, you know, um, what else? I mean, you know, some of the TV, TVs have long, gone a long way, and now you have energy efficiency standards for TVs, so they have to be more efficient. But computers, they don't have energy efficiency standards yet. So some of them are very inefficient, and um, a gaming computer, for example, could use a lot more energy than a, a video game console. So the computer I'm talking to you on right now is a huge culprit. You bastard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One Good off. to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you see going forward as the future of energy? Where do you think? Uh, where do you think as a country? Where do you think we're going energy-wise? Well, that's a, a big question. I mean, um, there's lots of different uh, parameters in there. Obviously, I think the energy is going to get cleaner as we move towards uh, more renewable and less coal-fired generation. Um, the uh, I think energy efficiency is going to be, continue to become or continue to to be a, a priority, and we're going to see increased um, pressure on manufacturers of all sorts to make devices more efficient because you know, basically wasting energy by you know, not saving it when you can is, is just no longer acceptable. It's going to be less and less acceptable as we go forward. So you know, I'm, my dream is, is that, uh, and my goal is that um, all devices, even if they're plugged into the wall and they don't have a battery, are designed to be as efficient as if they were battery powered. So mm -hmm. you know, hopefully desktop will become as efficient as laptops or, or not, not far, and game consoles will be you know, as efficient as a gaming laptop, for example. Um, so that I know that that's the goal, and obviously, what we part of our work is to try and make this happen. Uh, you know, through advocacy, both in the media and and, and by you know um, doing studies and reports like the one we're doing on game consoles, and by working with uh, you know um, the Environmental Protection Agency on the Energy Star program and. Uh, with uh, state agencies or on uh, energy standards. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to preface this next one with, you are obviously very passionate about what you're doing, but if you had the chance to do anything else, what would you <laughs> like to try? Ah, okay. Um, well, you know, I'm gonna if you, you know, I'm, I'm gonna turn this on on its head, head, sorry, and say, you know, most of your guests are probably, you know, game developers or, or gamers. So, uh, you know, if I didn't do what I do, maybe I'd like to be a video game developer myself and design games that would, um, you know, be designed to try and solve environmental issues by tapping into, you know, gamers' creativity. You know, a bit like, you know, I think there's one called Folded, which does this whole thing. I don't know if you're familiar with that. 
but on a larger scale applied to climate change and, and you know, how do we use gaming as a tool to engage the population and particularly young people uh, you know, to, to get action on environmental issues from elected officials. It works for me. Um, <laughs> final question. Um, if you could leave somebody with just one thought, one thing that stuck with them from all of this, what would it be? Okay. Um, one thought. Um, okay, so make sure you use the energy efficiency features of your devices. Uh, no, the devices can be more or less efficient, but if you ensure that they are in sleep mode and in low power when they're, you're not using them, you can save the majority of the energy they use. Um, so I guess that's probably one of the most, um, no, most important takeaways from how can you, you know, from a behavior perspective, how can you save energy you know, without necessarily uh, you know, while still playing the same amount of games and, and not, not reducing how much you play, but at the same time, make sure you don't waste energy when you don't, we're not playing or watching a, a movie. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much, Peter, for joining us today. Uh, thank you so much for your, uh, you know, spending time to, to share all this information. It's really fascinating. Um, and... If you could just uh, kind of send us out by telling our listeners where they can find uh, more information about, uh, you know, energy conservation with uh, their gaming consoles or just kind of in general more information about the NRDC. Sure. So uh, first, you know, I want to thank you guys for having me on the show. I think it was fun and I enjoyed our conversation a lot. Um, and in terms of how to find more information, you can go to our website, nrdc.org. And if you want information specifically on our on game work on game consoles and, and electronic efficiency, uh, you can go to my blog or you can just uh, Google, you know, um, Peter, Pierre Delforge um, and NRDC and you should be able to find, um, you know, all the information that we have, all the work that we do on electronic efficiency. Okay. Well, thank you again so much for joining us and have a good night. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Peter. Thanks.